welcome, welcome, welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, here with Nelson Muth, Jack Balsley, and we have a very, very special guest in the building, Mr. Kenny Hatch, a professional basketball player. But you know what? I want to have Nelson go into detail because Nelson has a really personal connection with Mr. Hatch, and I want to uh, have Nelson talk about him. Go ahead, Nelson. Yeah, um, so Kenny, the way we we start the show, actually, and I'm going to take a uh, – a uh, clue or a cue from our friend um, Jeremy Nichols is before we get into um, basketball, we we all kind of ask each other, like in general terms, right. how are we doing today? And so I'm going to ask you that, like, um, tell me how you're doing today. Tell me what you got going on. Tell me what's um, what's happening in your life right now. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, just. This is my second full week starting my uh, basketball training business that you helped me uh, start. Um, health is good. My wife is good. Family's good. I can't complain. Nice. Very nice. Cool. Very yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, you know, we, uh, first of all, I'm doing great, Jeremy. What about you? Talk to me about your. <laughs> Talk to me, Jeremy. I'm going to be the host today. Hey, listen, man. Hey, I want I wanted to, I wanted to pass that over, but nah, man. I'm uh, you know, I'm doing good. Um, you know, had a had a rough start to the day, but listen, man, things get better. And and you know, my daughter did a, a, a she I saw wrote that. a little letter thing, man. I'm telling you, that changed my whole day. You know, so, yeah. Um, but now I'm good, man. Got to um, you know, once we get done here, got to go take her out, get her some ice cream, because you know when she do something good for me, I got to do something mm-hmm. good for her. Now, that's right. right. Like that's right. you know how you know how being a dad is, man. It's that's right. Good. But you know, but all good, man. I cannot complain. Jack, talk to us, man. How's your day going? Doing good. Nice and sunny. Got a you know, got a, I look like a Neapolitan, <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, you know, we're living the life. That's yeah. right. So we got we got two Colorado boys right now in in Colorado and two two California boys right here. So yeah. um so look, just to give you a little background again for our listeners, Kenny is um uh played professional basketball and uh overseas. Um enjoyed that life, I'm sure for the most part and then um, how I got to know him is he is um, also a, a trainer uh, coach for basketball. And I've, as I've talked about um, many times, I've got twin boys and um, they've had him um, as their coach for the last, I don't know, six months to a year. And he's been fantastic with them, working with them on their on their techniques and their drills. And um, really uh, have gotten to know him. He just started up a basketball training training center um, under his name, Kenny Hatch. Um, Kenny, actually, we'll just kind of open this up to you. But you, um, to all the Nugget fans out there, kind of who we cater to, you actually played high school basketball against Aaron Gordon. Why don't you tell us tell us about that experience and what he was like? Um, at that stage in in life. As you can imagine, it was not that fun. Uh, (laughs) He was a beast. Uh, You know, actually, first time I met him was actually watching his older brother play in the CCS championship game. I don't know, it had to be 2008. His older brother, Drew, 
I was watching the game as a young kid, and then I actually uh, ran into the younger brother, which is Aaron. Uh, that was the first time I met him, and then I ended up playing against him in high school a couple times. Uh, but no, nah, he, he was an animal. He was an animal from, from the jump. And he was, I believe, a year younger than me or two years younger than me. And uh, it wasn't even close. Wasn't even close as far as like it, the oh, game. It, the games were blowouts, or just like I did mean, he dominate, or how he did dominated. That he dominated. There was just no. There's no stopping. I mean, his you know his stature first of all, and then his athleticism was just. I was going to ask about his dunking ability. Like oh, I, we weird. understand, we understand what he did in a dunk contest. And let's be real, he should have a dunk competition. Yeah, trophy. he should have a trophy. Okay, sure. um, but <laughs> some of the dunks that he did, man, I mean, it is, it is. They are going to go down as like all time dunks, right? All time. What, what did you see, like even even at that stage, like from high school? Oh, what like what was he doing back then? So back then, like he really had this thing that. Uh, I don't know. It was so unique. It was the second jump, right? So like he would get to the lane or he would get to the paint and he would kind of just throw the ball at the basket. He wouldn't really shoot it. And then he would just go get it and dunk it. So it was a lot of just self alley-oops, anything he missed around the rim, he dunked, you know, and that was like one of the craziest things I saw. I remember as a kid, just like, you know, in high school, like anything anybody missed, it was getting dunked. (laughs) <laughs> and, and you can watch, you can watch, yeah. the, you know, the old Yeah Aries finest mixtapes. I think I'm in a couple of them, you know. <laughs> but you know, it was just, it's unreal. Like this guy was 16, 17, and just a man amongst boys. Yeah. Was he yeah. six eight at that point? Do you think? Six or? eight. Oh man, he was he was huge, six eight, and just an athlete. I didn't even, um, you know, I I, was, I think I was about five foot six, like you know. <laughs> It was different. He's different. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about your story, because I think actually you have a really cool story. So tell us what how things transcended for you as far as like, because it's a it's kind of a feel good story. Like you yeah. you went some trial you went through some trials and tribulations of your for own, sure. but then you you succeeded. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey in basketball? Yeah. So I actually got cut four times in high school. Um, before that senior year where I actually got to play and, and where I played against Aaron Gordon. Um, so I got cut different times. In, in high school, you played spring league, summer league, things like that. So I actually got cut four times throughout my high school career. Um, and then I thought about giving it up. So I went to the University of Kansas uh, just to go to school. I actually ran into Aaron Gordon on his visit, now that I think about it. Uh, yeah. But uh, – I went and I was going to give it up. And then I think about November, November, December, I was like, no, I got to, I got to give this a try. So I transferred home uh, to go to junior college, played two years junior college, and then uh, picked up a a scholarship for the last two years of my uh, college career down in South Texas. And then um, from there, I went straight to Spain and, and I played five years professionally, three in Spain and two in Italy. That must have been amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was super fun. Super, super blessed. Yeah, I can only imagine what it would be like to be in another country and <laughs> doing something that you love. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, tough. it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. You know, nine to ten months out of the year uh, being over there is, is tough, but 
super rewarding. And, you know, it's, it's stories that I'll tell, you know, my kids, my grandchildren. So it'll be nice. Fun. Nice. Yeah, I was actually really curious about um, just playing overseas, right? Like yeah. what is, what is the biggest difference? Like if you could just pick one thing, like what is the biggest difference between playing overseas and then playing in the U S like, what do you, what's like the biggest thing that you find? Um, the stigma of being an American coming over. <laughs> uh, they, they know for the most part, they know what we do best and, you know, Americans score the ball really well and, you know, just on average, we European, you know, systems are built very strongly on teamwork. On team, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was great for me because I, I loved it. Um, you know, I loved learning a different system, a different culture. So I was, but but it was definitely like I was like, oh, okay, so, you know, they already know. You know, they know. Like, all right, we got Americans coming in. Like, they're gonna <laughs> score the ball. You know. Um, so that was kind of one thing I had to adjust to my first couple of years. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And then, and then you also, there's a couple other relationships you have within the NBA. And um, I remember in, I think it was after game two of the finals and uh, the series was one, one at that point, Miami stole a game in Denver and um, one of your good friends, Gabe Vincent had a really good game uh, in game two. And um, and you and that is somebody who you actually played against and trained with as well. Yeah, um, why don't so, you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I got I got the opportunity. Um, there's a really good uh, skills trainer um, up in Sacramento, Gus Armstead, um, and he has a really good solid group of guys up in Sacramento that are just you know just high level. Um, I was fortunate enough to to have some friends. Um, training one summer and, and I went up there and I always knew of Gabe growing up. He was a couple years younger than me. Um, and I always knew of him. Uh, and then I finally got to work out with him a couple times that summer when he was with the, uh, the Kings G league team. And, you know, it was, it's, it was a different level. <laughs> it's a different level. Uh, I just remember, you know, guarding them and working through the workouts and I'm just like, man, this, all those guys up there that work with Gus, uh, they're just, they're super solid and super talented and especially Gabe and, and, you know, a better person than a, than a player uh, for sure. Isn't that a nice compliment? Oh, yeah. <laughs> better person than a player. That is. Yeah. I like cool. to hear that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would, I would say, um, you know, just, just watching, I mean, you know, Nelson just spoke about it uh, when, when they stole that game from the nuggets. Now you, you seeing this happening, right? Right. Like, and I just want to get into your, your, your mind at this moment. What did, how did you feel the series was going to go when uh, Gabe Vincent had that really good game and the series got tied? Yeah. Give me, I want an honest answer now because, you, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that's, your, that's your people. And then you got Aaron Gordon on the other side. Right. <laughs> what was going through your mind? What did you think was about to happen? I was, I was very hopeful. You know, Denver has been, you know, was the most solid team. But you just can't deny like that, the, you know, that Miami energy. So it kind of gets yeah. you thinking, like, could they steal like this series? You know, obviously they're eight seed coming in, but they're just gritty. So, you know, those are the teams you hate playing against. Yeah. You hate playing against because you don't know, like, are they just going to be on one? Because they have nothing to lose, you know? 
they right. play with that that mentality. So when that happened, I was like, ah, man, <laughs> they pull this off. This is going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I thought when they stole that for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of fans of of the Nuggets, um, maybe not Nelson and Jack, because both of them had Nuggets in five. <laughs> I'm going right. to try to say that again, you know, give them their props. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. But I think, I think you know, even myself, because I had Nuggets in six going into the series, but – you know, being a Nuggets fan for so long, you watch these moments and you're and and you're sitting there like, wait, this is not about to happen again, right? It starts. You get that doubt, the little right. doubt parts coming in, and then you start thinking, dude, Miami just beat Milwaukee, right? They just beat. I mean, depends on how you feel about the Knicks, but you, they right, beat right, them, right. and then they went and they beat Boston, and and you're sitting there like, yeah, we're a really good team, but Miami has been, you know, going through some some juggernauts, right? So that doubt did come in a little bit, but it's like you're sitting there like, dude, Jokic is just unreal. And then Aaron Gordon, your boy, ends up just having that game. He just goes crazy, him and Bruce Brown at the same time, and they were just like, yeah, we're not losing this thing. You know, so I thought that that was pretty cool to watch. For sure. Yeah, I was definitely nervous after that game one or game two game because – um, because the Nuggets hadn't, um, I don't know if you knew this, Kenny, but the Nuggets had not w- lost a game on their home court during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So to lose that one game at home against Miami, you did kind of think for a second, you know, right. this was, this is, this is going to be a problem. But I was always thinking also from the Nuggets standpoint, I think they got, a little bit too much like that they were going to sweep or that they were going to dominate the series. And I right. thought they made a lot of mistakes. They, they certainly didn't come out with any defensive intensity and their coach basically nailed them on that point um, after that game. And then they responded with um, obviously three straight wins. Um, another, another NBA friend of yours is Toscano Anderson um and i know he's a gritty you know gutsy player yeah uh who played for the warriors locally and then um i think he's with sacramento now he's with utah utah that's right that's right yeah um talk about his game a little bit and what kind of a player he is yeah another incredible person you know incredible person um yeah i mean he's a dog he does all the dirty work um, and, and he owns it, you know, that's, that's his, those are his intangibles, uh, about, and, and what he brings to the game. Um, but another guy that works just relentlessly and those, those guys, you know, the work ethic is just different. You know, I worked, I worked out with him in Mexico two summers ago. And I remember, you know, I was, we were about hour through the workout and I was like, all right, good. <laughs> you know, let's wrap it up. he went went like another 25 minutes full speed you know started sprinting the court full like i'm full speed sweating er, drip everything and i was just like it's just different you know and and that's just the type of person he is the type of player he is just incredible work ethic how do you feel about just him in the nba right now do you think that he should have more opportunities. Of course, you know, when he was, you know, on the Warriors, on the Lakers, yeah. like how, how, like, where do you see his career going? Like right now? Like, do you, do you, do you see him as like a starter somewhere? Like, what do you, what do you see? 
Yeah, you know, when he's with the Warriors, I really liked kind of that he's taking on that, that Draymond type of role because that's exactly what he can bring. Like, he can handle the ball. He's, he's a great passer, and he's an incredible defender. I mean, if you watch him, he guards the best player on every team, every right. time. Um, and right now, when he was with L.A., I, I did, you know, I, I wish they gave him more of an opportunity because when you, you see when he got to Utah and then he started getting those minutes and he consistently and he knew he was getting on the floor, and, you know, the production goes up. Right. You know, and, and that's, that's – I mean, that's the case for everybody in the NBA. You know, if you are given that chance to step on the floor consistently – it's only a matter of time before, you know, that comfort sets in and that, that role is more noticeable. Right. Right. So so right now, that's where I see him at. If, if he stays with Utah and gets those consistent minutes, uh, for sure. The, a starter gotcha. for sure. You know, he's got great intangibles. And also, I, you know, it, like a team, like a Miami team, like I could see that, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like just – Man, just doing like that. how like Caleb Martin and like Kevin Love, they got those opportunities. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, we're talking about Caleb Martin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because he's getting those consistent minutes, they start to get comfortable. And, you know, all these guys, they, they play at a high level. It's just a matter of, you know, if they get that consistency to, to show it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Now, I do. I do have a question, Jack. I want to bring you in here. So a couple of days ago. The NBA got news that uh, a particular player who played on the East Coast for quite some time was now moved over to a Western Conference team that the Nuggets eliminated in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Now, we all know this player I'm talking about is Mr. Bradley Beal, and he now joins Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and maybe DeAndre Ayton if you still see him as a big threat. I don't personally, but... You know, some other people might. Um, Jack, what was going through your mind the moment that that trade got announced? What I just want your honest, just your thoughts. What what were you thinking? Well, first, I'd like to say DeAndre Ayn's biggest threat is his contract. But um, <laughs> I think that, you know, it, it, I was honestly, I wasn't surprised because I, I mean, like, of course, there was an initial shock. But I wasn't like if you thought about it after the first five seconds there wasn't really the biggest surprise. And I think it's because, you know, he was in speculations along with him spacing on the other team. But, um, you know, so since he was already in those speculations, it's like, Oh wow, they actually did it. But, you know, sitting on it for five minutes, I just thought, I mean, I could see the nuggets beating them even easier uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, but it's because, I mean, you saw Booker and Durant play 45 minutes each, basically yeah. the whole series. And I mean, adding Bradley Beal, of course, is going to be an offensive weapon. But I mean, you really just look at both defense and then bench and you think, what else are they offering? And I, I just think that's such a limited, you know, thing there. But very, they very well could make splashes in free agency in the draft. So it's not like they're done. But I just I'm very unimpressed with the fact that they're so they give me L.A. Rams vibes of like we got to win a championship let's sell our soul for one championship and then right. screw it up for the rest so you know i it, it wasn't the threat that you know bleacher report or espn try to make it sound like um, with all their photoshops and stuff so you know wasn't the most wasn't the most surprised but i'm even more confident in these other teams in the west just based on their depth 
Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Kenny, same thing, man. What did, what did you think the second that you saw that happen? Yeah, that was nuts. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what to think of it because, I mean, Chris Paul, you know, like it or love, you know, like it or love it or hate it. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, you know, he's a he's a great point guard. He's one of the greats, you know. Yeah. Um, so you bring in Bradley Beal that plays the same position as Devin Booker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm not. Obviously, he's an incredible player, you know. But where, you know, who's running the point? That's you know? that's the question. Yeah. And, you know, as, <laughs> as a point guard, I'm thinking like, you know, okay, you no know, Chris Paul. Like, who'd you get? You got another, you know, shooting guard or you know, <laughs> small forward? Like, okay, so who's who's running the show? You yeah. know, so that's I mean. I think, you know, Jack, what you said, I think that's that's on the money. They want to win that championship ASAP. Um, but, Matt Ishbia. I mean, you, you need somebody <laughs> to run the show. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I, so I don't, I don't really know what they're after, but we'll see. We will see. You know, you know? <laughs> so I can't call I, it. Yeah, I was not impressed with that on any level. And I know everybody's <laughs> like, wow, wow. And I just, it's more of a head scratcher to me than anything else. I mean, they really gave away nothing to get him. So from that perspective, um, Chris Paul was going to move on anyways. Um, so to give up Shamit and some number twos and maybe a number one pick like for Bradley Beal, uh, they didn't give up much. So, I mean, from that perspective, that's impressive. But is there enough basketballs to go around for that team? And then, like you said, like, yeah. um, first of all, Bradley Beal also has an injury history uh, where he's not able yeah. to stay on the court all the time. And number two is um, who's going to play defense? Because uh, I know he's not especially a a defender um so and then so like what are you going to do there and then what are you going to do with your depth pieces so i think it's i think on paper it looks really impressive but in actuality uh, and that's built up maybe because the press is a little bit bored but i don't really know that it's going to do anything for the standings um i would actually like to go back to kenny too because this is your team the warriors uh what was your thoughts on um, Draymond Green opting out? Yep. And what do you think is in store for him coming up? And what's in store for your for your Warriors um, next year? Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, for me, I'm biased. You know, championship for sure. <laughs> Easy call. Um, but yeah, opting out, opting out. Does he want to move on? Or opting out? Is he okay with you know? restructuring his situation yeah um obviously all the speculation he wants to be with lebron in la <laughs> i don't He's think that has any, you know i don't think it has any substance to it um but yeah i can't call it um i would love to see him restructure something to to keep that team you know strong and keep building it but that's it's wishful thinking i don't know if it's realistic uh, but that's personally what I would like to see. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I love him. I love Draymond. Uh, but you know, I'm biased. Wojanowski said that they he thought that they 
that would be the first choice is that he would somehow find a way to restructure, restructure his yeah. contract because they're so far over the cap limit to figure out a way to get them to a more manageable number. Right. And so maybe that they could add a piece here or there, or maybe not have to get rid of some players like Jordan Poole. Right. Um, and I know that's Draymond's best friend on the team, but <laughs> uh, but I, I, I sincerely think that they'll probably try to restructure something because that yeah. salary number, that cap number, I think it was $27 million, uh, was insane. Uh, at this stage in the game for Draymond, I think he would be way overpaid. But I'm sure he can get a nice deal out there if it doesn't work out with the Warriors. And it would be interesting to see how that structure would work out and what teams would go after him. He can go back to he can go to Detroit. Ain't that where he's from? Or at least That's Michigan. True. Hey, and they got the money. They got they got all this they stuff. Do. They they could definitely. I mean, look. I mean, they paid what. Jeremy Grant and all these other guys, like hey, I'm sure he can get some. No way. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure Draymond can get a little hey, something. Yeah. Hey, no way he's going back to Detroit. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I just, I just think it'll be funny um, for him to like go back oh, to Michigan. Sure. Like, oh, well, I mean, I already got my four championship. Yeah, I, I can get my bag. <laughs> I can see it for sure. No, I think he's loving the West Coast. So. Something yeah, over here. I, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame him. Hey, Monty Williams is the new coach in Detroit. Hey, see, so. there you go. Very true. They do have some young players there that are impressive. Cade, Cade is coming back. I mean, they. Oh, they got, right. they, Jade they got, and Ivy. Jade and Ivy. They got some guys, man. I mean, Bogdanovich is still out there. Like they, they got some people. So. Oh, who's and Wiseman? Yeah, James Wiseman oh, out there. Right. Wow, no. you know I don't, what? I don't know if Warriors fans like James Wiseman, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can we, answer we, that. We, all that for the we appreciate everybody. The real yeah, ones of course, of course, of course. No, nah, that's 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 really cool, man. And and Nelson, I had a I had a I had a funny thought. You know, um, just going back to the Bradley Beal situation. Um, everything that all you guys said was hundred percent valid. Um, just as a team. They are very, very top heavy. And I mean, yes, they might be able to outscore people, but you said it, only one person can score at a time, right? So it's like either you hit a two or a three, it don't really make no difference who's the one doing the scoring, right? But on the other side, they're not going to stop a cold. Like, it's just, it's going to be bad, bad. <laughs> and, and, and for me, as a guy who plays 2K a lot, that might be the only time where the Suns are just dominant. You will dominate people if you play with the Suns on 2K. You might be able to beat everybody with that team. But in real life, with real adjustments and yeah. with real other people on the other side playing defense and whatnot, I, I, don't, I don't see it. But, hey, listen, man, we've seen crazier things in the league happen before. Yeah, I get Denver Nuggets champion too. I like that. Now we got a hater. Yes, no, I'm, I'm gonna. I appreciate basketball. Like, <laughs> I, I, my I, kid I'm comes into the gym every day in his Jokic jersey, Jokic jersey, and he's like, yeah. "Oh no, here we go again." Here we go. <laughs> I love it. No, no, that's, sure. I, I appreciate the shot though. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so Kenny, um, what, what do you, do you want to plug your, um, plug your new company and what you got going on, For even sure. though it's in San Francisco Absolutely. word travels yeah. and you never know. For sure. Yeah. So we just opened up our facility, um, 
in San Francisco. It's called Kenny Hatch Basketball. Um, the court is called Court 44 um, after my, my professional number. Um, so if you know anybody or anybody in the Bay Area that wants to put some work in from high school, college, pro, even younger middle school, feel free to reach out to me on uh, my website, KennyHatchBasketball.com. That's very awesome. Cool. Very cool. In terms of uh, social media there for you, Kenny, um, I know you have like your your social media handle. Where can people find you? Is it just Twitter? Is it uh, Instagram? Where yeah. can people find you other than just the website? Yeah. So uh, my Instagram is Kenny has 44. It's my personal Instagram. And then um, my business Instagram is Kenny at Kenny has basketball. Luckily, it wasn't taken. So it's just smooth. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So they can reach out to me on either of those. Um, and then, um, yeah, definitely respond. Very, very cool. Very cool, man. Nice, man. Yeah, so we also, um, we do have uh, an NBA draft coming up on Thursday. Um, yeah, so that'll be fun to go through. And um, I think um, our, our lovely little program can maybe do another show talking about who the Nuggets select. I think uh, oh, yeah. they pulled, actually, um, I don't know if you saw this, Kenny, but they pulled off a um, a nice little trade during the NBA Finals, where they they got a first round pick from Oklahoma City um, and a number two pick in this year's draft. So they now have two number twos uh, and a number one next year, and they're going to. The word on the street is they're going to try to move back into the first round and and see if they can't continue to build this team. So um, so Nugget fans are going to be excited to, to talk about that one way or another. And we are going to be back on after the draft and talk about our, our new players or player. <laughs> absolutely absolutely i mean that's 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 the game plan now i mean um because i think i think we have 37 and 40 is if if i if i remember seeing those numbers correctly um those will be the first two picks that the nuggets do have in the draft so we'll see what they do with it we'll see if it's uh you know you try to trade up like you mentioned to to get a little you know earlier in the draft or if it's something where they just kind of hold on for some type of asset like we'll see right i mean the nuggets have uh, i mean we don't know what Calvin Booth is going to do. And I think the thing about Calvin Booth, he has been so unpredictable. It's kind of cool because, you know, you go back to like a Tim Conley. I mean, yes, Tim Conley, you know, a lot of credit to certain things that he did within the Nuggets organization, but you knew what Tim Conley was doing. He likes the guards who can shoot threes. That's it. That was, that was, that was the mentality behind it. He was like, okay, that guy, all right, Austin Rivers there. I want this guy. I want this guy. Um, that's that was the mentality but calvin Booth, on the other hand was just i need the biggest guy on the wing who can play lockdown defense but can also hit threes like he has he also has like his prototype that he's looking at right now so it's going to be interesting to find out you know what the nuggets do but yeah um just like you said nelson we will uh we will be back again after the draft to discuss what the nuggets do do and then of course all the other teams because i think at this point because the Nuggets are champions, shout out to Kenny. Um, <laughs> because the Nuggets are champions, now other teams are building certain things to to obviously take that title from the Nuggets now. So every move that's made around the league, 
even if it's made by Detroit, it's going to affect the Nuggets in some way, even if it's just in conversation, right? So, <laughs> so we'll see like how how that goes. But is there anything that that you're looking forward to to your Warriors doing, Kenny, in the draft? Is there anything that you are thinking that they might? Do? Have you even had a chance to look at that stuff right now? <laughs> I, I know you're sleep deprived. Haven't even thought about it. Haven't even thought about it. Honestly, fair. I think sometimes the best thing to do is just, you know, breathe. Yeah. Say, you know, take just a second. Hold that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, everybody, you know, wants to do something. Sometimes the best thing is just to do as little as possible. I think see what Draymond does and then build around that. Gotcha. But obviously. <laughs> We, hey, we still got Steph. Hey, we still got Steph. Hey, man, you could you could see it all over Kenny's face, man. It's just he and, and I'll tell you, I know a lot of Warriors fans. Like one of my best friends, yeah. she's a huge, huge Warriors fan. The second the Nuggets won the championship, I get a text message that says, "Yeah, I guess that was cool." Yeah. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> It was like, hey, hold, no, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was loving it. I'm, I'm a basketball fan. I love watching basketball, so I love it. I, you know, but now I, I tell you, now the real anxiety is going to set in. Yeah. You know, after the first time, now it's like, okay, what are we doing, guys? You yeah. know, now, now, now you're the target. You're the target right. for everybody right. now. So right. the Nuggets uh, shouldn't be surprising anybody next season. So we should Not be getting everybody's best. But I, honestly, I'm cool with that. I'm cool yeah. with that because I think that's what makes this Nuggets team better. It's knowing that they got things, you know, because that's what that's what drives this team when somebody comes in. Yeah, so I like it, man. Bring, I I say bring it on. You know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hey, man. I'm saying, I'm for saying, sure. we got, I'm saying, we coming for two. That's, I mean, back hey, as you said, and three and four. And yeah, five we and gonna six. we gonna do what LeBron and them said they was gonna do. Pull <laughs> Jordan. Hey man, I can't I can't wait yeah. to see what happens next season. I mean, now we got the next couple months of the offseason, but yeah. it uh it should be cool, man. It should be nah, really cool. it's gonna be exciting, man. I can't wait for the season to start. Let's get it moving. Let's get it moving. Very cool, very cool. Nelson, yeah. man. No, I, I I got nothing else, man. I just I think it's uh it's always fun to have guests on and Kenny Absolutely. was yeah. gracious enough to come on and so we appreciate you being here with us and I appreciate you um, yeah, I know it's really cool that you've got this wonderful gym set up for all these wonderful people out here in the Bay Area. Thank and hopefully you. they Thank come in droves. Yes, sir. I appreciate your help uh, setting us up. And I appreciate you guys for, for having me on. This is fun. Absolutely. And and Kenny, what I'm going to do, um, the reason I asked for like your handles and all these different things, because okay. I'm going to send you a clip of my jump shot. And I need you to tell me if I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want a professional basketball player to hey, tell me I, if my jump shot look OK. I want to I, I want to hear you. that. Everybody's I hyping not, it up I a lot. Not lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> what did Jack say? Something? I said Jeremy's been hyping it up a lot. So I, uh, <laughs> I, need, I, need, to hear, I need to hear a real, uh, real I'm opinion transparent. on it. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, I, I need you to be brutally honest with me so I can uh, like humble myself. You know. Yeah, so. I got you. That's I got you. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a set shot or a jump shot, but yeah, he actually has. In. He actually does have a good shot. <laughs> good, good, good. That's from the other. The net, I'm cool. That's the other coach in the room. Yeah, oh, that's good. good. Very cool. But nah, Kenny, man, this this uh this has been a pleasure, man. Like Nelson sure. said, you know, we always appreciate having people on to just talk basketball. Yeah. 
And uh, throughout the summer, like that's what we're gonna do. Like any changes cool. that happen throughout the league, you know, we're gonna bring people on, just get their their mindset, their their thought process about what's happening. And you know, man, in the future, we would love to have you back on here, man. For sure, man. I'm I'm here. I'm available. Nelson, you know where you can find. Me. That's right. <laughs> I know where I can find you. Yes, sir. Very nah, cool. Okay. Very cool. Appreciate you guys. Gotcha, All right, man. Jack. Right. Jack, you got any last words for us today, man? Shout out to Mike Malone getting Maxi the Miner on his uh with his with the Lombardi. That, that. Was, cool. that was a Lombardi. Um, yeah. So uh, shout out to him. Yeah, legendary guys. Well, everybody that's listening right now, um, shout out to Kenny Hatch coming on here, professional basketball player. Make sure you check out his website. You know, check him out on Instagram, Kenny Hatch forty four. Um, and you know, we we gonna definitely have Kenny back on here because I think when when the Nuggets play the Warriors again, especially, I would love to have his uh, his instant feedback. So that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be real cool. But yes, sir. But this is Denver Hoops and Dreams signing off. We will be back after the draft. Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs>